DTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What is going on? Wait a minute. Ugh. Hello, there I am. Hi, guys. My name is Tara Devlin. That's right. Thanks for hanging out. This is unapologetic liberal talk. If you like that kind of thing, come on and join us here. Please, please, please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Oh, hello, Tara Jr. Jr. You shockingly surprised me by joining us right at the beginning of the show. You usually wait for your, uh, I don't know, wait for your, wait until the second half at least. Build the anticipation. Ladies and gentlemen, Tara Jr. Jr. has entered the f- the list. All right, let me push this away. Guys, I, I'm sorry. I have to put the cat down. Honey, honey, you can't. I'm sorry. Sit. You sit there. And everybody can look at you. Oh, and I just realized I don't have my... Oh, he's coming back. This is not good. You got to give me some time here. You got to give me room. We're doing a show. All right, let me move the keyboard. It's just hard to do when he's sitting on the keyboard. All right, you can come back. Come on, come on, come on. Get up here. Don't have all night. I, and I don't have my roller, so I have hair all over my shirt. This isn't a show. Is this a show? Is this, a, is this really what, what it's come down to? what the show looks like it acts like this is what we do hey we do it anyway that's why i say hey we don't have we don't have the uh le- leisure or leeway to uh, to wait for the perfect moment we have to do the show anyway and that's kind of kind of like life in general no matter what you do it anyway even though things aren't quite perfect keep coming back it works if you work it, so work it, you're worth it. I see that Arthur is sober tonight. Thank you, Arthur. Hopefully you still enjoy the show. Sober. Arthur said, because last night Arthur said he was drunk when he showed up, but that's okay. He had a lot of, he had a designated driver in the chat room. If you're on other channels, you can join us in the chat at youtube.com slash C for channels slash Tower Buster. We're also on Rockfin, we're on, so join Rockfin and subscribe to my channel. You can also get exclusive access to other shows like Lee Camp and Jimmy Dore and Ron Placone. Also, so I'm uh, in that, I'm really uh, glad to be in that company. I don't know about, I can't say anything. All right, I'm keeping my opinion to myself. <laughs> you probably could read my mind. So, all right, uh, I love Ron Placone, let's put it that way, I, and I respect Lee Camp. Everything, every, put everything up to interpretation after that. Uh, and let's see, what else? We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, we're on FYI Nation, and uh, Verdant Square Radio, which is another great liberal original content station so check that out and subscribe all right when you have cats you just i guess you get used to being stared at constantly 
He's just sitting there staring at me. So, all right, I wonder what they're thinking when they're staring at you. Right? What are you thinking? Okay, <laughs> he answered me too. Not that I could. I've been trying to teach him to speak English or at least say mama. If he can say mama and I can get it on video, we're set. I won't have to ask you to become patrons anymore. We can have, we'll get some of that Buku YouTube books when a cat video goes viral. All, that's all I need is him going, mama, mama. You know what I mean? That's it. But there right. Failed again there. Okay, guys, let's get into it because I'm, uh, I'm a little bit, uh, it's not, I, I always think about what I'm going to call the show. What are we going to talk about? Of course, uh, you can see what's in the news, what's happening. It's never a shortage of stuff to talk about, of course. We, I, I do appreciate that we do have a lot of listeners from other countries listening to this show and watching the show. That says a lot to me. And I, but I am, I, Sometimes I think uh, when I'm putting myself in their shoes, it's got to be kind of a relief to be looking from the outside in at the madness going on here. And it's fascinating to, to live in, we really are living in the last days of the American Republic. This is not a drill, for real. It's happening. We're not, and I guess watching it happen, and there's this human beings, we we have a, um, well, we have the built-in forgetters, but we also have this built-in, I guess it's denial. It's not so, I we all know we have, we all suffer from it, a bit of denial, but that extends to, uh, I suppose, the watching the end of the American Republic unfold because we are all kind of still acting like we're operating under the same rules. And I know that the, there are plenty of Democrats that do that. They, they continue to behave as if the Republican Party is um, in any way interested in having a, a functioning democracy. For example, of course, the most tedious and irritating human being, one of them, uh, um, and I'm talking about Joe Manchin, he continuously, he's somebody who's going to have to be dealt with, clearly. He's somebody, I don't know what, I, obviously we need him. We're, we have the slim majority officially, but we're in, we really are in an overwhelming majority. You see, the Republicans have so gerrymandered and rigged and jiggered the system so they can maintain power despite receiving fewer votes that we have to overwhelm that system consistently in order to have, uh, have power, in order to represent the people who put us, who vote for the Democratic Party. There are more of us than there are of them. There are more normal people. 
than there are of the Republicans. Now, I, I never, we were talking about this last night. Well, it's kind of like an overarching, consistent theme, but I don't get how anybody votes for these Republicans. To me, it's, they're abhorrent, they're, and if they were made, if they were only ridiculous, it would be, it would be fun. But they're, they're not ridiculous, they're dangerous. And, but yet, I, many, I'm sure, um, people who aren't complete crackpots vote for Republicans for whatever their reasons. Maybe their daddy was a Republican, like Megan McCain. I mean, but they're all kind of, eh, maybe I'm, I'm being too generous too. I have to, I have to think this, I have to think this through because... I really, there's the other part of me that says there's the, all of them, every single one of them suck. And I, I told you guys about somebody I know in my Buddhist community who is, uh, who voted for Trump, which is beyond the pale to me. Now, I know this person. I know he's trying at least to be a decent person. So what what gives there? Well, yeah, you know what it is. The answer. To, I'm gonna. He he's not listening to the show. He's he's not that smart. He's not. He's stupid. I won't say he's 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 a functional stupid. Well, he's functioning, but he's not informed uh, politically, at least. And he's not. Um, you know, he's not. Uh, he doesn't know much about history. Doesn't know much about civics all he said and i said how dare you when he told me that this is back when twitler first started squatting in the white house despite receiving fewer votes and there was a shock wave throughout my little my little buddhist community because it's a highly diverse community there are people who are immigrants uh, i'm only uh, my father <laughs> I mean, was uh, one generation, my grandparents came from another country. So I, you know, most Americans have that story. If you're not a Native American, you're pretty, uh, pretty much someone who came here recently. So, or, oh God, the damn music. Anyway, hold on a second. My name is Tara Devlin. Not this, does that care? Does that matter? Who cares, right? All right. This is coffee. I just do a foamy thing. I have my own little foamer. I like that. So the little things in life. Since I don't do drugs anymore, my only drug is caffeine left. I'm sure I'm going to have to give that up too, eventually. I don't know why. People are like, you drink too much coffee. That's the way I am. I'm an addict. But is, is that really a thing? Can you really drink too much coffee? I know it gives you the jitter. Sometimes when I drink... When I, I can tell I've, I've had too much coffee because I do get jittery. And then I know, okay, I've had too much coffee. But that's, I could drink a cup, I could drink a whole goddamn pot and go and sleep like a baby. So I don't know. I guess I, my tolerance is high. But I know eventually they'll, that will be taken from me too because everything I love is stripped from me eventually. So that's just the way it is. Okay. Um, 
What was I saying? I was talking about my friend who's a Buddhist and voted for Trump, and I'm, I, I don't know, do I have to really? Here's the other thing is, like, there's this whole, um, well, uh, there's this whole attitude in the country about uh, understanding these people. I guess we do have to understand them to an extent, but my main objective is to um, completely defeat them and squash them to the point where they're, sort of like an annoying gnat flying around but has no power to do anything. You know, that's what a, a gnat is. See, I don't, I don't kill animals, even bugs. As I try not to, at least. Well, not that, I mean, I would kill bed bugs and all that and roaches. I don't, I really try not to, though. I do. I, um, but, so I wouldn't kill a gnat. I would, I would wave it away. And that's the way I feel about Republicans. They need to be relegated to the stat, the nat status, G-N-A-T, because that's who they are. <laughs> oh, Mike Malloy wants people to buy River Moon coffee, yes. And it's delicious. I cannot say at this moment that I'm drinking River Moon coffee, but I have... I have River Moon coffee, and it's delicious. And go over to MikeMalloy.com and get yourself some River Moon coffee. I should get some more, actually. It's been a while. All right. What was I saying? This is a short show tonight. Saturdays, I really need to tighten it up since um, it's only a two-hour show. We don't really have that leeway to go take it and play it by ear. All right, so what was I saying? The point is, let's get back to whatever, the, the, the issue at hand. Republicans suck, putting it mildly. And uh, they're, uh, they're actively engaged. The leadership of the Republican Party is actively engaged in uh, an attempt to destroy democracy. Fred, this is why I'm wearing my Augustus Caesar shirt tonight to remind I, I like history. You, you guys know that. But it also <laughs> reminds me about, I, I think about what it must have been like to live in the last days of the Roman Republic. But I don't have to really um, think too hard because we have our own case in point happening right here. Except I'm not in any real position of power to do anything about it except what we're doing, which is this is what we can do. This is powerful as well to get the word out. That's why every uh, authoritarian dictator throughout history controls the ability for people to connect and uh, they control the news, they control the platforms and and they uh, limit speech. So also, this is why the Republicans have created their own silo of information with the help of the corporate Dems. I mean, it all, we, we know what it all comes down to ultimately. As it's come down throughout history, it is, it's greed. That's it. The greed of a few over the rest of us Democracy is a 
it's it used to be a dirty word in periods throughout history democracy is considered even by the 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 unwashed masses it's considered because they have been propagandized they were they were conditioned to believe that their betters were the ones who were born into wealth and you how do you know that they're better than you because they were born into wealth that's what god wanted so that, but the same game is still being played against us. It's, um, it's heartening that Joe Biden and the Democrats, they seem to recognize that this is an existential crisis. Some of them. Not Joe Manchin, though, of course. What is Joe Manchin's damage? He wants to get, he needs Republicans to sign on to whatever bills we're going to do. See, he's living in, I, I mean, I don't know, when they write the history of this time, where will Joe Manchin be in, uh, in that history? He's not going to be, he, he will be, I mean, he's not going to be anybody who's going to uh, earn any honorifics. That's for sure, just like Mitch McConnell. Well, we know where Mitch McConnell will be. He will be the antagonist, and he'll be, when they make the movie, um, he'll be one of the villains. What will Joe Manchin be? He'll be maybe uh, a useless idiot. Oh, I don't believe he's stupid, though. He must know. I don't know. All right, I have to think more about that. But the point is, we know what's going on in Georgia. It's uh, it's disturbing, to put it put it mildly, but it's been coming for a long time. The Republicans are showing the world yet again who they are, and we better goddamn believe them and do something about it. Now, what's standing in the way? The filibuster. We have to get rid of it. It has to end if. We don't grab the, um, this time by the ears and do everything that we need to do to shore up democracy, to prevent these fascist bastards from murdering democracy yet uh, once and for all. It's going to be over. It will be over. They're setting it up. You see? It's only... Georgia, there that uh, it's they signed this law, but there are laws being pushed through the legis the local legislatures, in uh, I think over a hundred new laws against voting, stopping people from voting, all over the country. This is what they're doing. That's that's how you know. I've been saying for years that Republicans are uh, an anti-democratic party uh, or whatever. They're a cult. They're not a—well, they're a greed-centered death cult. Yes. I've been saying for years, but here it is yet again. But it is—it's heartening to know because for all the years I've been saying that the Republican Party is a greed-centered death cult, is an anti-democratic greed-centered death cult. In some ways, it feels like I've been kind of screaming into the wind. But now, it it feels like there's a large part of the Democratic Party that understands this. And 
that that gives me hope. I'll be right back. But it don't give me it doesn't give me that much hope because I do know Democrats too. We need Joe Manchin. Talk about being in a between a rock and a hard place with this Joe Manchin albatross. It's like the Pete Buttigieg albatross. Well, whatever. That's another story. But Joe Manchin, who who um let's let Joe Manchin get elected to a national in a national election. We don't want to be like West Virginia. I'm sorry, Joe Manchin. But this is what you get when you're bipartisan with fascists, when you're bipartisan with anti-democratic, greed-centered ghouls, ghosts of the Gilded Age. How could you be bipartisan? What is bipartisan? I'm so sick of this bipartisan bullshit. Nobody voted for to send their representatives to Washington to be bipartisan. This is what I, that, is that what people want? But this is what we keep hearing from the, the, the senators and the representatives that insist that the American people want Republicans and Democrats to get along. No, I don't give a shit if they get along. How can you get along with fascists? But nobody, even during the Obama years, it used to drive me insane. Because they would say, well, they sent us here to get things done and w- reach across the aisle. The people want us to work together. No, we don't, I don't give a shit. If you work with the filthy fascists, what's your pathological damage that makes you think that? Amy Klobuchar. But it's, uh, uh, people want the representatives to, to help them to make the government function. You, you see, FDR didn't say, I'm here to be bipartisan. He got things done for the American people, and they elected him in four landslide elections. So the only reason he wasn't elected yet again was because he was dead, unfortunately for us. Because we would, we would be a much different place right now. We need to pick up the mantle of FDR's second Bill of Rights. That's the perfect frame to bring forward. But first things first, we also, right now, well, I mean, we have so many crises on our hands thanks to these filthy fascist fucks. And um, sometimes it just gets overwhelming, that's for sure. But my God in Georgia, how do they, these Republicans, as I was watching what they, this Brian Kemp, the, the dead eyes of Brian Kemp, you ever notice how dead their eyes are? And Brian Kemp, let, let me look, hold on, Brian, let me see if I can find the picture. Kemp eyes. Let's see if I can find... Because I was noticing... I was looking at an article and there was a picture of him. And he's he's got dead fucking eyes. Look. Yeah, here we go. Perfect. Perfect example right here. 
first picture I, I popped up. Let me show you. Look at that. If that is, if those aren't dead eyes, uh, let me see if I can make it bigger. Look at that. There's no soul. There's no life in those eyes. That's somebody in the midst of doing their job, you see. They, he's there. He's not, he's, a, he's in a room with people. He's hand gesturing. He's in the middle of a conversation or saying whatever the fuck he's saying. There's no life. There's no spark. Like Twitler's eyes. Look, Trump. Eyes. Look. Dead. Dead fucking eyes. Right here. Look at those dead goddamn eyes. That's a candid photo right there. There's no soul in this person's eyes. Yeah, the eyes are the window to the soul. There's something. Uh, human beings, you see, you guys know I don't believe in the sky spook. Who, who, a man on a cloud making a list of who's naughty and who's nice. But I, my spiritual beliefs or whatever are, the, first of all, we know, I know that we don't know everything. But there is no man on a cloud but i but i believe that the human beings are connected that there is more here than meets the eye there is some kind of energy or that connects us all together there has to be not that i mean does there have to be this the republicans uh who pretend to love jesus consider that a male energy who's well, they consider it a male, not just a male energy, but a male who is overly concerned in your pee-pee, what you're doing with your pee-pee. He knows all the mysteries of the universe. He knows every hair on your head, but he's overly concerned with your pee-pee, whether you're masturbating or not, or if the pee-pee's properly clothed or, you know, so. But... So, and it's also when you think about the human body and the humans as a machine, right? Because we're in some way we are. We have all the same organs. You could now they're doing organ transplants, and God knows where medicine will be one day. But unlike an automobile, if you take out all our parts and then you put it back together, there's uh, there's nothing you could do. You're not going to start that that life force up again unlike what you can do with a car or a machine an actual machine you can take all the parts out of the machine you can lay it out on the driveway you can put rebuild it put it back together and it will whatever it is it'll start because there's more here there's more to the human human existence human beings than uh, than goddamn we have the question the language to know what questions to ask? That's my personal uh, belief. I do believe that there's uh, more here than meets the eye. I just believe there are j j layers to life. And most of all, we, um, we, have, to we have to help each other. We have to, because it matters. We all, we're all in this together. That's, I truly believe that.
if somebody is suffering, we're all suffering. That's my belief. But that's why it doesn't shock me when these Republicans across the board, they got no life in their eyes. There's something not right with them. And it's probably why, instead of understanding the, the real meaning of life, not that I do, you know, we all struggle with our existential existence, or, but I know the meaning of life to some degree is we stick together, we win. We're in this together, e pluribus unum. That's why it rings true. When you hear the truth, you, you know it in your soul, in your heart. You know what's right. You know what's fair. You, want, you know it's not fair to treat people the way you, you uh, uh, to, in an out, uh, outlier way that, I don't know what am I trying to say, treat people the way you want to be treated. You know it's, that's correct. But what's wrong with them? What's wrong with them? Can somebody explain this to me? Is this why they have to pretend so hard to be um, Christian? Because if they were only Christian, we wouldn't be in this boat. You see, they would be feeding the hungry. They would understand we stick together, we win. They wouldn't be working hard, uh, doing uh, everything in their greedy, ghost of the Gilded Age, illegitimate power to separate people, to stop people from participating, from ensuring that there are segments of humanity that don't have a seat at the table, that aren't considered human. I guess this is what happens. You're dead effing eyes are what happens when you're, you're completely uh, lifeless, when you, you spend your time working for, against human, uh, human progress, human decency, human dignity. There's nothing more disgusting to me than uh, everything about the Republicans, but, but I think about everything, how they, um, they, never, there's never, they never include people. They want to talk about their big tent, oh, their rugged individual, their big tent. They got no, they, their big tent. They don't have, they don't, they, nobody's invited into their big tent. These Republicans, uh, what they do, it doesn't matter how, what period in history you go back, whatever, whatever uh, decade you want to take a slice of time and investigate, what were Republicans doing at that time? Well, when I was growing up, my, my, most of the time they were spending trying to ensure that gays didn't, weren't included in the in humanity yeah gay people people with darker pigment all different segments of society now trans that's what gets gets me upset 
because it's always ensuring they do all that they can to make sure that somebody is um, being excluded. They, they must have been fun on the schoolyard, you know? Scumbags that they are. Never, there's no kindness. That's, I guess that's what we're looking at here in this guy's eyes. There's nothing in them that says kindness. It's death. Soulless. This is what, that's the look of a corpse. Right? Let's look at some other eyes here. All of these photos. All I did was Google it. Now we're looking at Google at the images. Look here. Let's look at this. Dead. Just a random photo. There is no life. Oh, man. See, there are spiritual consequences to everything. Because we are we're, uh, spiritual beings in a human... A human... What do they say in the room? Spiritual being in a human... Something or other. I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, my God. God. And I guess that's why, oh, thank you, Jim. Let me, before um, we keep going, Jim and Ed, super chats. Thank you. That helps. Uh, As well as being patrons and sharing the show with your friends. The super chats really keep the show going, too. We need about a thousand more of you, but hey, Jim and Ed doing uh, double duty here. Thank you so much. Oh, God. All right, where's my e-cam? Hold on. Am I wrong here? No, of course not. I'm not wrong. There's something wrong with them. So I wanted to play the video of Representative Park being arrested because here's a a representative, a Georgia representative, who was trying to get some answers about this bill that these filthy fascist pricks who know when you're doing something correct and right for the American people or the people you represent in this point, it's it's the people of Georgia, but it's also it's all of us. This has consequences for all of us. If one state if this state is allowed to to proceed, well, of course, it's signed into law now. There are lawsuits. But if all of these filthy fascist bastards are allowed to play their Republican dirty tricks on the American voter and destroy democracy, then it, it it's affects us all, clearly. Enough is enough of, of this tyranny of the minority. The Republican Party is a minority party. So they, they have to cheat. And this is why, how we know they, are, they have no interest in democracy. And I hope there are Democratic representatives listening. 
it's part uh, you you can't see it's another thing about humans this is what we do we project our own feelings on others so if we have feelings and empathy and uh, feeling we're capable of sympathy empathy of uh compassion putting ourselves in the shoes of others and we assume that everybody has that ability and the republican as far as the democratic party is concerned they in my opinion it seems like they many democrats maybe they're coming out of their stupor but believe they 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 behave as if the republican party ha, are also sincerely working in uh, in the constraints of democracy for the democratic system and the uh, American people at large because the Democrats do that. Yes, the Democrats aren't perfect and we get to them too. And I, many of them are uh, as frustrating as the Republicans and many of them, the Clinton years was, were a disaster that brought us to today. But the Democrats, when they lose elections, they don't do what the Republicans do. They don't use their illegitimate power because Brian Kemp is an illegitimate um, governor. He's only in his office because he was allowed to, um, to kick the, the voters that Stacey Abrams had spent her, her time uh, you know, enabling to be able to participate in our system that uh, Brian Kemp was able to purge these people off the rolls and here we are. This, uh, this is who we're dealing with. But the Republican Party and the, the Democratic Party has to get to, just get to um, the acceptance part where they understand the where you finally acceptance accept the fact that the the that they're not a sincere partner in democracy the republicans they're these are people that you invite into your home and they'll they pick your pocket they steal your wallet and help you look for it I mean, this is who they are they go through the pantomime of democracy while using the, uh, this, the broken elements of the broken system that they helped break and, will, and, and uh, stamp their feet like toddlers to ensure that it remains broken. But they use the mechanisms of the broken democratic system that they helped break to break it permanently, to ensure that the American people have no ability to do anything about the corruption of the uh, uh, that they that they have unleashed, it's 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 unbelievable. So what's going to happen when uh, when this lawsuit finds its way to the Supreme Court? That Twitler, the illegitimate less vote getting con man, who on the big lie that he told about this election that inspired traitors 
the fascists who in every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism and racism, that's for sure, that these fascists who believe the big lie, and whether they believed it or not, many of them, you know they didn't believe it. They knew that they received fewer votes, that Twitler received fewer votes, but they don't understand, well, they don't accept the votes of black people, people with darker pigment. That's what it's about. Whether they, uh, the system was, um, there's ballots disappearing and all of that is bullshit. That uh, all of a sudden a truck rolled up and ballots fell out. All of the lies that the Republicans told, and they're using these lies as justification to push anti-democratic death. They're not just bills. This isn't. This isn't legislation. This is an assault. And. I want to ask, how do they sleep at night? How do they look themselves in the mirror? Look at their fucking dead eyes. How do they look themselves in the mirror? They hate themselves. They know they suck. They know they're corrupt. That's why their soul is dead. They suck. That's why they need to continue to... Um, shove as much money and power down their gullets because they're dead inside. It will never be enough to fill that black hole what they are. They don't get into politics or they don't run for office to help. That's for sure. They run. They, they, they're not in government for altruism. So let's look at this video. Now, people are like, all right, let's just play it. Well, it's uh, Representative Park. Oh, I'll wait for the music. Hold on. This is a good time to go to Patreon and become a patron. Patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Or give the show a good review on iTunes. That helps. All right, let's play this video. I'm sure you, you probably saw it, but I'm playing it again. I got the video from another YouTube channel called Add More Juice, which I enjoy watching. They, they, they make good videos. And I kept their logo up at the top. So she's, she's knocking on the door because the Republicans, they blocked people from participating in this. This happened in uh, breakneck speed. They're not doing anything to help the people. See, if this was something that they knew that the people would appreciate, oh, thank you. Thank you, my lord, for helping the we, the peons, participate in this sham democracy of ours that you're, that you're ensuring is, is a sham. So uh, they would, if this was something that people would love they would please it would it wouldn't be happening at breakneck speed they would be going around maskless of course and not following social distancing rules of course but they would they would promote it they would boast about it. they wouldn't do it behind closed doors with a bunch of white guys 
they don't even know. You see, that's the thing about the Republicans. This is how evil and backward and racist and unfit they are to hold leadership positions in a modern nation. They are so backward, they don't even realize. They don't know. They don't realize the optics are damaging as well, for the, or damning, that they're standing, that these six white guys or whatever, white, all these white pasty fuckers who, they know they lost, they, how many goddamn times do we have to count those votes in Georgia? It's not happening. Every count, you see, though, they wanted to prolong the, uh, the inevitable because they're, they're working to find somebody corrupt. Who, who's going to overturn the election? Come on, guys. Come on. I need 15,000 votes. That's it. Can't you get me those? Can't you find me those? It doesn't matter if they actually exist. And that should have been the end of Twitler. All of the Republicans should have turned their back. They should have said, uh, okay, enough. Be- before. The, the insurrectionists stormed the Capitol. The fucking traitors stormed the Capitol and killed people. But they, they're still all in with this scumbag. That says all you need to know about them. They are an anti-democratic party. They're, they're the enemies the founders warned us against. And I'm not just saying it. I'm not trying to be like, you know say something outrageous this is the truth prove me wrong i want to be proven wrong i do but here we are in the last days of the american republic if we let it we dodged a bullet when we were able to elect joe biden even though he's not he wasn't the my choice initially but i'm I would have voted for Tara Jr. Jr. I, it didn't matter. Get that fascist out of the fucking White House before he does any more damage, before he kills us for good. He puts the last knife in. But we dodged a bullet, and the Republicans know it. That's why they have to stop that from happening again. They don't have a problem in squatting in their positions of um, authority despite receiving fewer votes. They, that's not an issue to them. Their only issue is making, finding enough dupes to give them the cover of legitimacy in the elections. So they can say, oh, well, 70 million people voted for us, so... 70 million morons, doesn't matter how many million more voted against them and how many millions more would have voted if not for Republican dirty tricks. And how long this is, has this been going on? Forever. Oh, my God. When I think about the Clinton years and all of the, all of the excuse me, the Democrats twisting themselves and uh, and working their little corporate asses to the to the nub trying to uh, say trying trying to um woo republican voters uh, this is what they did 
and many of these corporatists still do that. They, they're like, oh, look, I'm like them, except I'm, uh, what? Like Amy Klobuchar. I can appeal to both sides. Why are we appealing to people who are, um, have no interest in democracy? They're, that's the problem. They don't seem to like the fa- well, it's not seem. They don't like the fact that this is a diverse nation, a nation of immigrants. It's not a, a, a white. Uh, I can't wait to this country is no longer a major- majority white country. I can't fucking wait. Really? Enough of this shit. With these white, these, these, if they were so goddamn, um, if they were so, uh, destined to rule, if they, if it was so, uh, in our best interest that they are the ones that maintain power, then why do they have to try so hard making sure that no one has the ability to challenge them. And even when they challenge them and win, they don't win. Well, here, let's watch Representative Park. She's knocking on the door. And then there's this white male trooper says to her, do that one more time. And the bystanders, the people videotaping it, are saying, She's an elected representative. But you see, I'm going to just explain it. Just give the, I'm going to give the uh, uh, spoiler alert here. He doesn't care that she's an elected representative. In fact, she's, in his eyes, she's not, she doesn't count because she has darker pigment. Do you understand? That's really what it comes down to. Do you think that this white trooper would have arrested a white male Republican knocking on the door if the Democrats were inside? What do you think? Do you think that's that's what he would do? Do that one more time, he said to her. Let's watch it. Why does she have to step back? Step back. Why is the governor trying to sign something in private? Why is he keeping a representative? Why does she have to step back? The governor is signing a bill that affects all Georgians. Why is he doing it in private? And why is he trying to keep elected officials who are representing us? Wait a minute. Here we go. I'm gonna tell you one more why time. Why does she have to step back? Why is the governor trying to sign something in private? Why is he keeping a representative? One more time, he said. You knock on that door one more time, and he's pointing to the door like this with his thumb. Hey, no respect for this woman who got out there and got votes from her community, and they, the, her community said, we want you to represent us in the halls of power. And this prick has no respect for her, for us, for the democratic system itself. 
That's what it's about. Oh, I'm sure this son of a bitch says he's uh, a patriot. Oh, you know that. I'm, I'm watching this video, and I hear the other... I hear the corporate media criticizing. I've seen this video on um, MSNBC or whatever. People saying that um, she got arrested. But nobody is criticizing this white son of a bitch for... Well, I, they're saying he arrested... She got arrested, but... The, in, the disrespect. But it's right out in the open. There is a disdain. She, in his eyes, doesn't count. She's not a representative. She's not somebody that he should respect. He fucking works. Not just he works for her. He's there to... This is where she works. He's there to protect her. She's knocking on the door. Who is he? But this is... Uh, what, what goddamn year is this? What year are we living in? It's, it's vile. Ha anybody else sick of this shit? I know we all... We must be. God, I can't even imagine... What I would have done living in uh, another time where... I, I don't even know. It's, it's beyond uh, disgusting to me. The racism is so out there, right out in the open, but they are... It, it's uh, for the rest of us. You see, this... All you got to do is change change the players in this drama here and and ask yourself the question would it have happened would what if uh, like we play the game what if obama what if the shoe was on the other foot what if the democrats were inside which it would never happen they wouldn't be if they were inside signing a bill in two days it would be a bill to ensure that uh, more people have health care. You understand? That's what they would do. And the Republicans would be outside banging on the door. And uh, this son of a bitch, this, the trooper, would, he would stand by. Stand back and stand by. But when I first saw this, I, I, to me, it's a, I, I said to myself, this guy doesn't care that she's a representative. Because, well, let's play it. Why does she have to step back? Uh, yeah, another woman says, what are you talking Why does she have to step back? She fucking works here. She's a representative. He doesn't care. Not in his eyes. The governor is signing a bill that affects all Georgians. Why is he doing it in private? And why is he trying to keep elected officials who are representing us out exactly. of the process? Exactly. Here we go. Are you serious? No, you are not. Oh, Represent. No. She's not under arrest. What? For what? It's beyond under belief. For what? That's why that woman's like, she's not under for arrest. What are you to doing? See something that our governor is doing? It's shocking. Our governor is signing a bill that why affects am I shocked, all Georgians, though? and you're going to arrest an elected representative. Why, why does the governor have 
arresting her. Why are you arresting Why? her? Why? This is unreal. Cite the violation. Cite the code. What is she in violation There's of? No I want you to cite the code. It's cite called the code. Get cite. in your place. What are you? Cite the code. Cite the That's code. That's the code. It's cite called code. white privilege. Why are you arresting her? Under what? White male what? privilege. That's the code, honey. Haven't you? Under what? Learned by now. Are you arresting her? Unreal. Why are you arresting her? It's beyond. Why are you arresting her? Tell us now. Why are you arresting her? Cited. Give me a reason why you are arresting her. Give me a reason why you are arresting her. Big fat white guys, constant. Why are they always fat? Why do they got these be bellies? Big thick white bellies. Too much sitting around, chawing at corpses, drinking beer. Let's talk about Trump, how he's gonna make America great. Get everybody in their place like that uppity representative that knocked on the door. She didn't know her place. Oh, sure, we let her be a representative when she received most votes. We couldn't, at that time, do anything about it. We, but we're doing something about it now. She won't be in representing anybody soon. When they get their way, when Republicans get their way, So, uh, when I was watching this, and the corporate media was appalled, well, the the so-called liberal media, the MSNBC types, they're not, I mean, that's still the corporate media, they're not the liberal media, but nobody's saying, nobody wants to criticize the cops, I guess, the, there's another sac sacrosanct section of the country, uh, supposedly who get to step on your neck and uh, cut off your uh, your breath for nine minutes. And I don't know. Everybody's supposed to, we're all supposed to genuflect to the police. But in a free society, yes, we all, I thank, you know, when I was, where, all right, let me just put it this way. When I was in the National Guard and I would be in my uniform and would have to go somewhere, have to go into a shop or something and buy something. And people all the time, all the time would say, thank you for your service. And I would say, oh, I'm not doing it. You know, you're welcome. What I mean, it was very nice, but this is what we've been conditioned to do. Thank you for your service. A lot of people serve this country more than um, military or police. Or We all serve. Why don't we uh, say to teachers, thank you for your service. More than cops. Thank you. What about the garbage man? Thank you for your service. Really? Yeah, in my um, 
if my if I was queen for a day, I mean it's kind of contradictory. Um, and I could make this a functioning democratic republic. I would be like, well, why do we need? I mean, of course we need cops. But we don't need um, roaming squads of executioners. That's for sure. And we, I don't understand how do um, the people in other countries, like in England, they don't walk around. There's, there are cops with guns in England, some cops. There are, they're special cops, though. But they're not walking around with guns because we're awash with guns here, I suppose. In this country, we're all we're at war with each other. We can't go to the Walmart without a AR-15. I wouldn't go to Walmart anyway, but <sighs> all right, let's keep going. It's why am I shocking? Why? why I mean, why am I shocked at this? But watch. Well, what? What? The point is, when I'm when I'm watching the corporate media, and they played this video. Nobody was criticizing these cops. What the? What is he? What is he doing? It's shocking. It's shocking because, um, well, nobody pointed out they wouldn't dare. Though you see, we all have to be. You want to talk about politically correct? How about we be? Uh, you know, Republicans, they pretend to hate political correctness, but they are the beneficiaries of it more than anybody else. What is political correctness? It's just being a decent person and saying, oh, okay, you want to be called what you want to be called, and I will respect that. That's all. That's not uh, no skin off your ass. I'll, uh, I mean, it's too much for them, but... The, uh, the, nobody seems to ever want to criticize the cops for being inherently racist. They're, they're, they're human beings. Okay. And uh, everybody has, people have strengths and weakness and, uh, pluses and minuses. Some people are racist and then put them in a uniform and give them a gun. So, when it's so blatant, this is racism. It's racism. Of course it is. The whole thing is racism. And that's why these white people, uh, under a picture of a plantation, a portrait, they don't, that's why they suck. They can't um, hold leadership positions in this country if we want to have a modern country that's working for all because they are incapable of it. They don't even know not to sit in front of a picture of a fucking plantation as they're signing a bill that's going to harm voters, mostly voters of different pigment, of darker pigment, who bust their asses constantly to try to legally and peacefully participate in this fucked up system. You see, the, that has kept the, this segment of our fellow Americans it, down as, a, as policy. And it hurts all of us. They did this to all of us, you understand? Because when somebody is hurting, we're all hurting. 
When someone is oppressed, we're all oppressed. When our fellow Americans are being prevented from voting because they have darker fucking pigment, then we're all um, in danger. The whole country is oppressed. Oh, my God. So why um, won't the corporate media mouthpieces just come out and say it? This is racism. They would never have done this to a white person. That's for sure. A white male Republican. They might have done it to a Democrat. I'm trying to think. Would they have done that to a white male Democrat? It was. It might have happened, but the... Um, the odds are lower. You know? They would be like, because he's a guy. He's a man. You don't do that to white men in this country. But they would ne- definitely not do that to a white male Republican. That's a, a given. Republicans can, can take a shit in the Capitol and murder uh, a cop. They could storm the Capitol. They can commit treason. They can incite traitors to commit treason, like Ted Cruz. And being a Republican means never having to say you're sorry. Even when you're, you're the, the domestic enemies the founders warned us about. And they are. It's time to, we know it here. It's not just time to admit it. It's time to just get it out there. The Republicans, the party, the Republicans. I mean, well, good thing that Joe Biden, in his press conference, uh, he said, oh, who knows if there'll be a Republican party next year. So they, they clearly, he, he sees, he knows, I'm glad. Yeah, I mean, it would be more frustrating if Joe Biden was behaving more like um, Joe Manchin at this time, being like, we need to have 10 Republicans come over and be bipartisan. How are you bipartisan? How can you be bipartisan with, with people like this who are unfit, who are fundamentally unfit to function in a democracy? If you're a racist, okay? Now, I, we don't know what's in people's hearts, but... If you're a racist, <laughs> that should be a, um, a com- that should be something that is a disqualifier in a country, especially like ours. This is a nation of immigrants. If you're somebody who hates immigrants, then that should be a disqualifier. Just like after the Civil War, the uh, the representatives made uh, they put the um, Uh, the amendment that you couldn't be a traitor committing treason, that's a bar for office. So, same thing. Being a racist in a country that is filled with all different pigments, all different backgrounds, all different... It's not like, you know, in, in, in England, if you're English, you have your English history, French, German, you know what I mean? Here, we, everybody comes from everywhere else. 
They don't have that question in other countries. Well, where are, where are your parents from? Where are your grandparents from? They don't say, I'm English, uh, uh, I'm French English. I'm, uh, we, we have that here. Because that's one of our, it's actually a strength. Of course it is. Being a country that attracts people from all over the, con- all over the, <laughs> the country, all over the globe, is a good thing, but whatever. Not if you're inherently fucked up like uh, dead-eyed Republicans. <sighs> and it's good. Yeah, Lee in New York said, the unity that Biden is achieving is with the American people. I, I, I appreciate that. I'm so relieved that that's how they're playing it. We don't want we don't care about uh, Mitch McConnell. We're not trying to woo him. He's a, he's a lost cause. They don't call him Moscow Mitch for nothing. The, well, the historians don't call him the gravedigger of American democracy for nothing. We are achieving bipartisanship with the people. That's genius. Good for him. I, I, I'm happy. Who would have thought, really? Because me and Biden, ugh, for so many years, we also we played those videos of him talk, uh, talking about Social Security. I, he's been a pain in the ass for a long time, but he seems to be coming around in some ways. Other ways, of course, we still we got to push, keep pushing. Of course we do. We got to push universal health care, universal higher education, all of these things. But I think he's playing it right. And I think maybe it's, uh, we've talked about it on the show before, but maybe it's he's seeing himself. I mean, he's an old man. And you're, when you get older, you start looking at your life. I'm sure he's looking at his life. He tried to run for president how many times and was rejected. He's in office. He's been handed a heaping pile of shit from the Republicans yet again. And who does he want to be? How does he want to be remembered as the person that, what, ensured that, I don't know, bipartisan? I I don't know. What does he want to be remembered? Does he want to be remembered like FDR by doing big, changing, life-changing initiatives? So, (laughs) Lee in New York City, how do you woo a turtle? You woo... Mitch McConnell with lettuce. That's good. He looks like a fucking turtle. (laughs) A dead-eyed turtle. I like turtles. I like all animals. I don't like Republicans, because they're, but whatever. My aunt has a very nice turtle. It was one of those turtles. You know how they sell those little turtles? to children this is the stupidest thing and of course i'm completely against it being someone who's all about animal rights more than i can take more animals than people trust me you know and my aunt bought my cousin one of these little turtles and they now the turtle's like this you know but they still have it at least my aunt and my most of my family are animal lovers it's ridiculous. These turtles. You don't sell turtles to children. 
you're going to be giving them away in their will if they uh, and it, it, it's not a toy it's a fucking living creature and my aunt had the turtle in the living room, so there was stuff going on. And then she put the turtle up in my cousin's room, and he wasn't there and because uh, he was in college at the time. And the turtle got depressed, so they brought it back down. You see? They have feelings. That's all I'm saying. Well, do the turtles have feelings? Well, it was definitely depressed. And she br- and she brings it out. Well, now that I'm saying that, I'm thinking of... It was... Well, I guess they're depressed because he was depressed because there was no action. He was... All of a the sudden, there was nothing going on. They didn't see anybody. Didn't... There was no life going on. He was just in a fucking room. In a, in a tank. That's not a life. So they brought it back down and then... She, she, my aunt takes care of the turtle, okay? She takes it to the vet. They love the turtle. I think the turtle's name is Shelly. <laughs> and she brings it outside. She allows it to run around in the yard, which it enjoys. So it has a better life than many other turtles. I don't know. Does it have a better life than Mitch McConnell? Probably. It's probably a better turtle than Mitch McConnell, as human-like turtle. It has a better soul than Mitch McConnell. That's what I'm trying to say. The turtle. The actual turtle. It's more charming than him. That's for sure. All right. All right, guys, guys, guys. Where is everybody? How many people we got here? I'm looking. Eh, it's not too bad. We need more people. Whatever. I don't know. I, I can't. It's so annoying. How does everybody... I need a marketer. I need somebody to market the show. Thank you, Jim and Ed. We only get two fucking stupid super chats. We get... How many uh, likes? Nobody. Who may have we got to like the video? Everybody... Seems to be doing this better than me. Okay, whatever. Shut up, Tara. And now I'm talking to myself in the third person. Great. What statute are you arresting her? Shit. Under what statute? The governor is signing a law that will affect all Georgians, and you are choosing to arrest an elected official. You are choosing to arrest an elected. She's not an elected official to them. You see, they're white men. They have no respect for uh, someone who has darker pigment, a female, who's knocking on a door when white men are going about the business of making sure that she doesn't have a seat at the table. Trying to play within the system, too, you see. That's, who's not playing by the rules? That's what Republicans do. They change the rules to suit them. But you would think in all of the, this, this bloody racist history of this country and the Republicans walking around their Walmarts murdering people with their assault weapons and enabling the kooks to go out there and turn this place into an armed madhouse, what they, they talk about how um, what it really comes down to, the reason they, they're all about their sick and amendment is because they're afraid of, 
of people with darker pigment getting too much power. If you go on Fox News, you know, that's why they have all they have a vested interest in and de- denigrating the Black Lives Matter movement and ensure and stirring that racist pot of of monsters that they've cultivated that well that they that they give a home. They they've always been there. So yeah, all throughout history, you would think people with darker pigment would say would do what the Republicans fear that they would do. But look, you know, meaning get up, rise up with guns, take over the shit, and do to them what has been done to them. Do to the to white racists what that's what the Republicans are really fear, fearing. You know what I mean? They're really they are afraid that. When, when people with darker pigment have power, they're going to do to the, the poor white, put-upon white privileged bastard what has been done to them for generations. That's what they're really afraid of. That's why they need their automatic weapons. That's why we have, it wasn't the Black Lives Matter movement storming the Capitol. It was the white whiners who were afraid you see the black lives matter movement and all and all of us meaning all the normal people in this country regardless of pigment we were using the voting box we weren't storming the capitol even when the supreme court when all of the dirty tricks are right out in the open nobody's storming the capitol that's somebody knocking on the door you don't see a bunch of Black Lives Matter armed with bear spray and zip ties and pipe bombs storming this building. No, they, what is going on? They're going to court using legal means, going through the system. Whatever system th- that's left that the Republicans haven't destroyed and narrowed to the point that you can't get through. You see, they're the threat and always have been, always. And they, they know it because if you're doing something that you're proud of, you don't do it behind closed doors, especially a politician. You want people to see it. Look at me. I'm under this big painting of a plantation of one of the most disgusting plantations in this racist ass South. A a, a plantation of suffering. That's what we grew here. But here's, we'll continue here. You see, those people are breathless going, she's an official. She's an elected official. Cite the statute that you are arresting her under. He can't do it. He's arresting her under white privilege. That is H.R. 1 for eternity. She 
power structure, man. Knocked on the door, yeah. <sighs> well, you can't knock on the door, right? Who who can do that? You don't do that. You don't knock on the door when your lord is in there. My lord, excuse me, my lord. Maybe if she was knocking on the door to um, bring him um, some, bring him some sex in his slippers. And knowing her, and then she would scurry on back to, um, back to wherever she was in the plantation. She needs to know her place. She doesn't know her place there. Getting too uppity, you see? That's uppity, uppity. What statute? What statute is he arresting her under? White privilege 101. What's the charge? She's being uppity. Democracy, that's the problem about democracy. It makes people too uppity. That's why you need your white, your white master, your white overlord, your white male overlord to make everything in, make everything make sense. Put everybody in their place and then we'll have utopia where you can get some trickles now and then. They'll trickle right on you. They'll trickle in your mouth. They'll trickle. It'll be a trickle. You'll be like, it's going to be great. And everybody will know their place. And every now and then, white people can, if you see the those with darker pigment getting a little too uppity, you can go and burn their towns down. You can do, you can lynch some of them, you know. It's a lot of fun out here when, um, when the w white privilege is in control. That's the kind of world they want, you see? That's make America great again. Oh, you better believe it. That's also why they're unfit. They're unfit to hold leadership positions in a modern nation. They are the existential threat to peace, to democracy, to e pluribus unum. Oh, yeah. They're the problem. Well, we'll see how it shakes out when the um, Republicans, now they're inspiring everyone all over the country. This is why we have to federalize the vote and protect it. But when this, this uh, ab abhorrent aberration, assault against uh, the United States, against us all, ends up in the Supreme Court, well, how do you think it'll, it'll shake out with Kevin Nope, all of these illegitimate Supreme Court justices that were put in office by the illegitimate con man who inspires the, the assaults on democracy with his treasonous big lie. I wonder... That's why the Republicans are the problem. They are the existential crisis of this country. And we must make them a permanent minority party and get rid of these goddamn illegitimate Supreme Court justices while we're at it. 
My name is Tara Devlin. This is just the end of the Progressive Voices part of the show. Please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin and subscribe to us on YouTube and Rockfin and all the other places like our um, Verdant Square Radio. All right? FYI Nation. All right? And remember, we will win. We stick together. We win. I fucked that up. Shit, that's going to (laughs) suck. It's going to sound so stupid on Progressive Voices. Ah, man, why can't I ever get that right? I have to get the... Because you know why? It's, It's like some random time. It's hard to keep track of it. It's not... It doesn't count down to like zero. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Oh, well. They're each day a new beginning. We'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> All right. The other thing I wanted to talk about, not besides the existential crisis of democracy, um, and, well, that's what we're talking about every day, ultimately. Well, I received this evening before the show, I saw, I was checking my emails, and my good friend Kay Petrini sent sent an, e- uh, an email, okay? And which included a, a link to an article, which I, I, didn't, I didn't know this had happened. This is a couple of days ago, but Kay writes, I saw this article and almost started smashing things. We already know that we live in a country which rewards vacuous celebrities for being vacuous celebrities, but, it is, but to see that sickening reality tied to the millions of Americans without health insurance is almost too much to take. And she's talking about Kylie Jenner, who a couple of days ago, it's, so here's the article that uh, Kay sent. And you might know Kay from Mike Malloy's show. Kay is Mike's, I guess, his education correspondent. She used to do, well, I'm not sure. Does she still do Kay's Corner? We'll find out. We also met Kay. Not we. Who we? Who? Me. Me. Me met Kay. (laughs) Me met Kay. Good thing she's a teacher. Me met Kay at one of Mike Malloy's me treats. Retreats, gatherings. Oh, thank you guys. Thank you, Errol, for your super chat. You're making me feel a little better. And thank you, JD, for your super chat. See, I have to stop um, valuing my worth with how many super chats. You know what I mean? Because I see, not, and I really do appreciate it, because if I saw no super chats, I'd probably get very depressed. But Jim and Ed... And, his, and their super chats uh, and I see that after an, an hour of the show there's only Jim and Ed again I start in my mind I start with the negative thinking the negative self talk oh look at this you see nobody nobody cares nobody likes the show you know what I mean That's, I'm not saying this to make you whatever do what you gotta do I'm just sharing that's what goes on in my head I should save save it for the shrink, but half, well, you're kind of like a shrink. The show is very shrinky to me. I don't care. Who cares? 
we're all going to die one day. What does it matter? Nobody's going to watch the show. And that's why I never understood Twitler, too, on top of everything else. Who, who can't? You're so perfect. Everybody's, nobody's perfect. Everything you've done is great. You know how sick and sad that is? That's why he's unfit. That's why they're unfit. Anybody who votes for somebody like that is unfit. And I'm not talking about physically, they're, well, which is often the case, but they're mentally, emotionally, spiritually, morally unfit. Thank you, Terry Taylor, for your super chat and your very cute um, little dancing emoji. All right, so the before we run out of time, this is from, I think it's from Medium. Kylie Jenner's ugly reminder for the need for Medicare at all, for Medicare for all. The billionaire's GoFundMe stunt had a lot of people talking. So here's the background. Socialite, beauty mogul, and businesswoman Kylie Jenner has been facing some tough scrutiny on, on social media these days and with good reason. After her makeup artist Samuel Rauder, R-A-U-D-A, was reportedly in a serious accident, Kylie, I guess that's how you say her name, shared the $60,000 GoFundMe his family had set up to pay for his brain surgery. Posting an image of them together on her Instagram as an Instagram story and inviting her followers to click the link and donate, Kylie herself donated $5,000. And the article goes on to say, Miss Jenner herself is worth an estimated, wait for it, $900 million. That bitch is worth $900 million for doing what? For being what? Like her sister? There, what is she, what's her talent? Having a fat ass and a sex tape. That's her talent. Kylie Jenner. Who are these people? Why do we care? It's another uh, something that, a question that sociologists and philosophers will be discussing forever, I'm sure, in the future. When they look back and they look at this, my God. What if aliens came down? What would they say about That's what I often say. What if aliens came down now, and what would they think of this situation? What if aliens came down, and they were like, what? You have people starving? You have people without health care, and one bitch worth $900 million for doing what? Putting on makeup? Her sister had a fat ass and a sex tape, and, and now... What do they do? They are, they look pouty in a photo? Holy shit, this, this whole society is fucked up. So, but it gets worse, as we know. So, Miss Jenner herself is worth an estimated $900 million. Incredibly, and yet unsurprisingly, she cannot see the issue. The LA Times reports that Jenner is dumbfounded, confused, as to why everything got so twisted, she said, and reiterating that everything she does comes from love. No, honey, you're unconscious. Well, you, you don't, do you have dead eyes? 
It's hard to tell. They are kind of dead. They're definitely vacant. Here, let's look. They're kind of dead. Right? She looks... Yeah, that's true. Dead eyes. But the LA Times reports that Jenner is dumbfounded. Okay, okay. The thing is, tossing the equivalent of a $5 bill in terms of her net worth towards funding for a critical brain surgery of someone who reportedly means a lot to her isn't exactly loving. To top it off, she had the audacity to ask her followers in the midst of the pandemic where tens of millions have lost their job to foot the bill. But it goes, in my opinion, it's a lot worse. This is me talking, not the article. Um, it's not just about Kylie Jenner's, um, just her inability to foot the bill for somebody's surgery. It, the, the fact is, why would anybody have to foot the bill for a surgery? Because if, if we had Medicare for all, there should be need, no need for this at all. This is gross and sick and wrong. And Kylie Jenner, yes, she sucks. She represents everything that sucks in, in life itself. She doesn't represent love. She, please. What if she had a, a twisted face, a fucked up looking face, an overbite, an underbite, a, a, a snaggle tooth? What if she had cross eyes and greasy hair? Would she be talking about love? She comes from a place of love? No, she comes from a place of self-obsession. That's the opposite of love. And she's also unconscious and greedy and stupid and, va and vapid and vacant. And she leads others down that, that terrible path of sickness and I mean mental illness, spiritual sickness. All that would have, uh, it, this is the article, all it would have taken to alleviate the further distress this family is under would have been for Kylie or any other rich celebrity, f for that matter, to make a call and tell them they got it covered. Now that's, yeah, 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 yeah. But why is this even a thing? This shouldn't even be a thing. We shouldn't have a GoFundMe for medical costs. And the article continues, ultimately this story is nothing, this story is nothing more than gross, unfeeling, um, and they, 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 get, they get the ultimate point. Ultimately the story is nothing more than a gross, unfeeling example of a system that has spent 40 years Stressing that we don't need a single-payer health care system or raise taxes and that we can rely on the generosity and integrity of the rich to maintain stability and relative prosperity for us all. You see, this, it, that's the ultimate underlying kick in the ass. For the, and, and if anybody is spreading this... Let me wake you up. It's not about Kylie Jenner being cheap or stupid. That's a given. It's about the rest of us thinking that, isn't it great that we're all so generous? No, 
the story is we need to rip that effing insurance racket out of our lives forever and ever amen get that rapacious it's like a it's like a leech that hangs onto your tumors and sucks the life out of them we wouldn't stand for it in any other any other business we wouldn't stand for a business that murders people needlessly 35,000 murdered every year for lack of care that gets rich by denying basic humanity and we're supposed to say oh look how generous we're so fortunate to live amongst so many good-hearted people well that's the that might be true but better to focus on uh give them the freedom to focus on other things that we need to work on and let's join the rest of earth and ensure that we all have health care so so nobody has to go beg kylie jenner for brain surgery if that doesn't offend you um i'm glad you're here because it will be I'm sure you'll you'll get it eventually. You'll understand. Well, I, uh, the other thing, tr- the um, we've talked about it on the show. Like, for example, when Stephen Colbert gave a big donation to his old elementary school or something. One of I can't remember the exact school, but was it his elementary? Yeah, I think it was. Let me look this up now that I'm saying it. But. Everybody's like, isn't that great? Because Stephen Colbert, he's great. We love him. Let me see. Stephen Colbert. But I said, what is this shit? We shouldn't be begging um, a rich lord to fund uh, our education, to fund schools. That's the hallmark of democracy. You see, we fund, we pay our taxes, and out of that general fund... We send our young people to school and maybe some old people at times who want to go to school. Cats are running around like crazy. Stephen Colbert donation to school. Let's see. It was, it was like during the Obama years. Okay, Stephen announces, this is May, March... Oh, yeah, a South Carolina school. This was in... He's done it a couple of times. Stephen Colbert's big donation to South Carolina school projects... uh, School projects, excuse me, stuns local teachers. Let's see. uh, One of the teachers asked for $2,350... $2,357 to buy nine Chromebooks. And she posted it on Donors Choose, and on a whim, she hoped it would catch the eye of somebody, and then a random person ended up being Stephen Colbert. What is this shit? So teachers are going on to donate donation sites to say, we need school books. We need basic shit. Well, Chromebooks, that's a little a computer so kids can get on the internet and do uh, participate in the, the, the modern infra- infrastructure of society that you can't live without. 
sort of like plumbing now. Uh, so anyway, the oh here's another. Stephen Colbert gives eighty eight hundred thousand to South Carolina schools, and then every single teacher on a crowdfunding site got their wishes fulfilled by Colbert. But wow, wow, well, wow, fucking great! But we shouldn't have to do this. Now I would be more appreciative of Stephen Colbert, who is awake. Um, he and understands uh, the problems of this country, I believe, but who not only gave those donations, but gave them in the name of uh, putting a light on this problem that we shouldn't have to be begging rich celebrities like in the old system that the founders rebelled against where you had to go and find a rich lord. Thank you, my lord. That's not the way it's supposed to work here in a functioning democracy. That's why we're not functioning. You get it? It is. You are what you repeatedly do. So if we we have to go and beg rich people for shit, what is that? Is that democracy? Oh, it's certainly capitalism, that's for sure. But it's it goes to show you. It's the same old system the founders rebelled against in many ways where you got to find a rich benefactor. We rebelled against that. We overthrew a king and an aristocracy so we wouldn't have to do that shit. But here we go. And now go fund me. Let me show you a couple of things that I saw that was that really made me vomit. I'm, hey, got to share it. Here's GoFundMe, uh, a pr- an actual GoFundMe promo. Chelsea has struggled with numerous... Oh, hold on. Chelsea has struggled with numerous medical conditions since she was six or since she was just seven years old. What do I have? I have like dyslexia. And what's that? What is it called when you can't speak? You can't say a word? Stupidity? Oh, is that it? (laughs) When she lost her leg earlier this year, mounting medical bills had her discouraged. Whoa, poor Chelsea. You better buck up and pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Oh, you don't have any feet. Oh, (laughs) this is the promo. But with a little help, Chelsea was able to raise over $8,000 for a new prosthetic leg. See? She could pull herself up by her bootstraps now. Get to work, Chelsea, you dumb bitch. This is the promo. Now, people uh, were saying that the CEO of GoFundMe was like, the go uh, the the GoFundMe healthcare section is um, exam is an example of how broken the American healthcare system is. But that's not stopping him from making promos, promoting it instead of using these promos to say this is fucked up. Why does Chelsea have to um, beg? a bunch of people for uh, for money for for a prosthetic leg 
I remember specifically, I saw some BBC report about a young kid in England who had to get prosthetic legs. You know how much she had to beg on the internet? How much money she had to do to fundraise on the internet? Nothing. Zero. No, her, her parents didn't have to take any pictures of her make her, uh, without her prosthetic legs to pull at the heartstrings. So they didn't have to hire somebody mar- to market their poor little baby. Here's continue. And this is $8,100 so far. I'd like to thank everyone Anyone who helped this campaign, anyone who donated, anyone who shared, I'd just like to thank everyone. Fundraising for friends, for family, for sooner, that's fine. Well, for babies, for pets, for life. Fundraising for life. Because we all love life here in the United States of Serfs and Lords. We're a culture of life where nobody gives a shit about anybody else and we step over corpses so we can hump an M16, well, not an M16, an AK-47. Because if you want to hump an M16, you would have to join the well-regulated militia. And that's too much work. And too much patriotism for a bunch of traitors. Who wants to do that when you're a traitor? You just want to walk around like and BDUs and you want to put on all kinds of armor and shit because nobody will tell you get in the front leaning rest you that's too much that's too much work for a patriot do one push-up real patriots don't do shit like that right that's what they I guess that's the message you get with the Republicans, they love to hump, hump their flags and wear their stupid eagles on their stupid bel- beer bellies, and stuff their stupid white asses into BDUs. But you know, actually, being somebody who is a patriot. Yeah, that's too much. It's too much work. It's over their heads. They don't get it. They're only stuffing their fat beer bellies into a flak jacket so they can ensure that people with darker pigment don't vote. That their votes don't count. Here's another news report. Just days away now from healthcare marketplace enrollment. Insurance this was co- after Obamacare was passed are expected to go up. However, hundreds of thousands of Americans have another way to pay for medical bills. Bradley Gonzalez yeah, is live in the studio Obama with how care. some families are finding relief. People are raising their own money using social media fundraising sites like this one. They're real to patriots. Cover costs. Insurance uh, um, won't pulling themselves up you know, by we'll their right there. Kelly Brewington is preparing for change, not only around her home. A second ramp to get out into the actual garage space. You should just but with build husband, it with your bootstraps. You sort of feel like your future's been stolen. It's been six months since Chris Jacobs Meyer was diagnosed with ALS. 
As the disease progresses, both prepare to cope with a new way of life. I'd like to get him to where he could go down to the basement because that's where he likes to hang out. It'll cost $20,000 to get a chairlift, an expense not covered by health insurance. Oh, well, you don't with the new law get rich just because you now have covered providing care and doing things that'll help people. What? It's not covered. It doesn't mean that you can afford to use it. While this year more people have access to health insurance, insurance agent Brian Rover expects deductibles to go up. Uh, the deductible because of the greed of the for-profit racket. But Kelly's taken her bills into her own hands with an online fundraiser. It's something to be in control of when things are not in your control. More than 300,000 people are using GoFundMe accounts this year to pay for health care when insurance can't. People just responded instantly, like no hesitation. So far, oh. they've raised more than $2,000. They plan to use most of the money that to travel. get them so Chris through about a day. And undergo a new study for ALS. I know it helps her because she has a Herculean task between working full time and tending to me. There may not be a sure way to prepare for the road ahead of them, but this is one way to help. It's not going to take she everything. Okay. Rober says more of his clients Just are opting to, to the get way a this second health plan that covers deductible up. costs. Their primary insurance won't. Reporting live in the studio, Brenda Lee Gonzalez, 41 Action News. Oh, shit. That's the wrong one. At the end of this other one. <laughs> Where is it? Maybe I didn't. Oh, I was watching another one. And the, they threw back to the studio. Maybe I have. I know I grabbed that one. Well, they threw it back to the studio. Let me see. Is this the one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it. I'll have to play it off my my screen. I'll play the end. So this baby had um, was born with a problem. You can't do that in America. It's like sort of like the Spartans, I suppose, in some way, where the somebody would come over and inspect them. And if they weren't perfect, the babies, and then they would throw them over a cliff. Sort of that way, but insurance. If you're not, if you're not worth it, you're not, you don't got money, honey. You're born with a, some kind of brokenness. Oops. Oh, well. You can have another baby. People even donating hundreds of dollars. Here, let me go back a little bit. Home inside a children's hospital. Nobody should have to do or go through any of the stuff that we've been through. Just weeks after having a stroke, Owen's family says this is the baby had a stroke. Form of epilepsy uh, that not only could lead to long-term health problems, but can be a burden for any family. Oh, it's really expensive. You know, he's not a bunch of cells, though. Give an injection to my little baby boy. Needing help, the Murray family is putting Owen's story on a donation-seeking website called GoFundMe. Their goal raise the thousands of dollars they say they need to cover Owen's medical bills and on the website friends and strangers leave not only donations but messages of hope some people even donating hundreds of dollars all while remaining anonymous you never expect to come back and say that he has infantile spasms What's or you know um, so you never want this for anybody. Owen's condition, while rare, is not unheard of. Experts say one in every 4,000 newborns will suffer a form of a stroke. And in Owen's case, it came as a complete surprise. I was terrified. 
it's your little baby, you know, what can, you know, you feel um, helpless, like you can't, you know, there's nothing that you can do to help them. But now the Murrays say, well, their goal is to help Owen. They also help to raise enough money to help researchers find new treatments to ease the suffering of thousands of other families, just like theirs, all around the world. He's a great kiddo. He really is. He's special. And what's so remarkable about this story is that I actually just got done checking the family's website, and tonight they have raised $5,250. Wow. More than the 5000 they had set out to raise. Could you imagine if you could just deal with your sick child, not have to fucking run a GoFundMe page? And I was just checking during the story, and look, there's more donation. Isn't that great, everybody? Yeah, high five. We're winning. This is what winning looks like when you're number one. USA, USA, USA. We're so blind and stupid. We can't see the, f the, the real story here. That's your crack media right here. That's why I say thank you for supporting the show. This show, the real liberal media. This is, what is this? This is a, you're, you're getting sleepy. Watch my, my, my watch. It's nothing to see here. The system is functioning. If you have a child that has a stroke, then you can get on GoFundMe. There are so many generous people out there. Uh, as I was talking, the many more people donated. Isn't that, don't pay any attention to the fact that we're the only effing country on earth that has to deal with this shit that when you're going through the stress of having a child and then that child has a stroke because in between your your trips to the emergency room and trying to get sleep if you can ever sleep again and running around to doctors and doing anything you can to help your baby. You gotta go on a fucking GoFundMe page and make a fundraiser. Take some pictures of the baby, make, some, make sure he's with all those tubes and shit. Cause that really gets the heartstrings. And then you get the American people who care. You'll get a bunch of Republicans, maybe, who love Jesus. They'll, they'll give you $5. I remember arguing with, this was a long time ago. Before, I've been talking about this for years. And I was on YouTube. I was having an argument with somebody on YouTube about healthcare. I was doing the healthcare debate. You know, these fuckers came out of the woodwork to do what they always do. Stop progress. Stop humanity. Stop the American people from, from having what the rest of the world has. Stop the American, the whole American dream where you can be free. You know, that's what freedom is. Free to go to a doctor. That's what we do here. We're supposed to protect each other's freedom. It's not about freedom of individual. What is a fucking individual doing in this country? We're all individuals, but we're in this together, you son of a bitch. They're looking at selfishness. You don't you want to be an individual or not? Get out. If you okay, go into the woods like the Unabomber. You wanna be an individual? Don't don't drink my 
my uh, out of my um my pipes my uh my infrastructure don't ride on my roads no they don't seem to understand that they want all the benefits of society but none of the responsibilities you get it that's it that's it all <sighs> oh right and, and as we were here whatever your name is in the studio we got some more it was it's a beautiful story isn't it you won't hear this story anywhere else except here of course in the united states you'll never hear this story in canada or england or france or germany or norway or australia or new zealand or 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 costa rica or fucking china Japan. I know. I have a friend who's Japanese. She got cancer. She went back to Japan to get better because she's like, I don't have the fucking money. She didn't say it like that. She's, she has a better vocabulary than I do. She's like, I don't have a lot of money. I can't afford this shit. You got to get cancer and then you, what are you going to do? You got to go to work. You got to pay those bills. Pay those bills, bitch. Of cancer, smancer. So she had to go back to Japan. And she's back now. Thankfully, alive and thriving. But come on, man. This is a joke. We're stupid as fuck. Well, and they also, well, that's what it is. The Republicans, they know that their dummies are stupid and racist and don't want to share with the rest of the world. Well, they don't want to share with, not the rest of the world. They don't want to share with people with darker pigment. That's what it's about. It's always about that. It's racism. See, racism is the symptom, of course. It is the system of uh, the same old system we've always been fighting against, which is the rich against the rest of us, the the oligarchs, you know, the really tippy-top motherfuckers who want to buy politicians and corrupt government and set us loose here out in the, in the armed madhouse to fight amongst each other, especially along racial lines. The racism is a tactic. They've been using this tactic on the people forever deliberately we went over we read that article about the early uh settlers using the in making sure they do deliberately turning the indentured servants against the enslaved so they were because they were afraid they would get together and throw off their chains both of them both uh both groups uh, nothing there's no bigger gift to the oppressors you know republicans love freedom no they don't look at listen to ray you hear him that's how he talks all the time i don't know what he's saying but there's no bigger gift to, to the oppressed, to, to the oppressor, the, what am I saying? The oppressors, that's the word, than you being a racist. You are a dupe. You're, by, you're just a dupe. You probably, yeah, you're a dupe 
Okay, let's continue. Oh, damn it! That's what happens at the end of the here, here, here. Mark, thanks. We're all very lucky. We live in a very generous community. You hear that? We're all very lucky. We live in a generous community, and that's how she wrapped up the segment. Yeah, I'll thank you. Thank you, milady. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. Yep. We stick together, we win. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. And they know that. And we must never give up because we will win. Thank you for being patrons. Thank you for supporting the show. You do all those things. We stick together, we win. My name is Tara Devlin. I will see you soon. See, I can do it when I can see the countdown. All right. Thank you. Did you hear that? That's what she said. We're so lucky we live in such a generous country. Do we? Our website there at KDR.com. Reporting live in Aurora tonight, Mark Meredith, Fox 31, Denver. We're all very lucky. We live in a very generous community. Mark. <laughs> oh, bitch. You dumb bitch. There's so many dumb bitches around. Oh God, and my glasses are crooked. Look at that. It's my it's my face. It really is. When I get glasses, they have to bend them. Cause my face is crooked. Yeah. See? Yeah. It looks better that way, right? You see? That's what I should do. I should just walk around like this. When I was a kid, I was trying out different smiles. Like, one was like this. So there's a bunch of pictures <laughs> of me like this. <laughs> As a kid. And then, uh, my communion pictures. I'm standing there like this. Because <laughs> I was trying out a new smile. I was giving it a go. I was going to say, maybe I look... I probably saw something. And I was like... Oh, I, I like that smile. So I was like, I'm going to make my smile like that. <laughs> so funny. I should find those pictures. I wonder if I have them of me and show you the pictures of me, like the stupid smile. It just makes me laugh when I see the pictures because I know the method behind the madness. You might think... If you saw the photo, that I was just caught in a bad smile. <laughs> but you might not know that it was a deliberate choice of smiles. <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't last. It did not last. I had to go back to my own smile. My own mediocre smile. Just not as fabulous as the one I was working it, working at. All right. And certainly not as fabulous as Kylie Jenner, Jenner's smile. Ugh. All right. Oh, the unconsciousness. That's what is another example of how sick we are. At least, you see, when future generations look back, they might look at the show. They might. There might be historians that will scour everything about this time period, and they'll find this show, and they will 
look at it and they will say, we understood. There were some people that were not so, um, so asleep, not so bamboozled by the bullshit. They'll say, see, not everybody. They, they saw how, what a va- vapid, vacant, ugh. Freak, uh, Kylie Jenner. Jesus. Now, I'm, now my glasses are bothering me. I'm gonna have to crook, crook at them back in shape. All right, listen, 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 listen. I'm gonna say that again. Listen. Become a patron. Who cares? Well, okay, become a patron, and I think I'm gonna say that in my. I do say that. That's probably on my. <laughs> It's got to be on my headstone. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Oh, God. Listen, guys. <laughs> Tara looks so amazing without her glasses, without my glasses. I need my glasses. I was thinking of getting contacts, though. I don't. I My eyes. I can't see now without my glasses I cannot see I can see a little bit I could see blurs it sucks it sucks having broken eyes I want normal eyes I want good eyes right right honey here comes Tara Jr. come on over come here I like my glasses though my glasses give me they're like a shield. They actually give me something. I don't know what it is. It's like a security blanket. All right, here's Tara Jr. Jr. Isn't he a good cat? And everybody says that Tara Jr. Jr. looks like me as a cat. <laughs> All right, listen, 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 listen. You too, Tara Jr. Jr. Listen, guys, I can't stop. It's like I have to keep saying it. Um, I also, it just wants to come out, become a patron. It's like, become a patron. And at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin, join Rockfin, all that stuff. Whatever. Nobody cares. Oh, my God. There's a fucking guy yet again in Rockfin. Fuck off, hack. You are dumb. Congress as a whole has a <laughs> lowest approval rating out of any elected official. Oh, my God. You are delusional. They are the same team against people. I'm so tired of this asshole. He keeps coming back. How do I get rid of him? Shut up. Who talk about a hack? WM. Oh, my God. You see what I have to put up with? That's why you have to become a patron. Because I... I I need my shrink. Fuck off, hack. You are dumb. (laughs) Well, how about you first, WM? You don't have to come to my channel. You keep coming to this channel every time and you post the same thing. If that's, that is the definition of hack. Oh my God. Listen, guys, I gotta go.
Isn't that a hack? That is hack. You come to my channel every week. You post the same stupid fucking thing behind your fake name, WM. Oh, how brave. Why am I not surprised? You, you type so tough behind the veneer of anonymity, don't you? You are dumb. Oh, ouch. As, um, you know, my father always said, thank you. When an idiot insults you, that means you're doing it correctly. So, thank you. Thank you, WM. The brave, the brave, um, whatever he is. I don't know what, maybe it's a she. It isn't it. No avatar, WM. So brave to put yourself out there like that, WM. And the way you say uh, you are dumb every week and then call, say, fuck off hack. That's all you got. That means you're a hack. You're a hack. That's what a hack is. They do the same thing. They come to, they, they're just hacking it. They fucking phone it in. That's you, WM. That's you. You're a hack. You're a stereotype of a hack. You're a, you're, you're the classic nothing. A, a Twitter, a twit, a tro not a Twitter, a troll, a troll. A hack troll who's behind a, a wall of anonymity, probably masturbating like this, though. Because I know it's not that impressive. And... Bringing nothing, 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 saying nothing, but the same, but the same every week, every, well, more than every week, more, maybe, because I do a show more than once a week. Oh, I'm tired, though. All right. Guys, you are great, not WM. I, and I hate people who are such losers that they have to go by the name of WM on the internet. That, that means you're a fucking loser. You understand that? You are not brave. You are. Um, you're a tedious troll who's a coward. Who likes to, who in life is a coward. In real life is a, is a coward. You probably are a little bitch and you but feel whatever you feel getting on the internet being anonymous, now I could be who I really am. I could call people dumb. I could say, fuck off. Yeah. Well, do something for the world. Just start your own channel. Call Rockfin. Maybe they'll put you on. I doubt it. Because what are you going to do? I have a proposal for a show. It's called Fuck Off Hack. We say the same fucking thing every day. I sit there anonymously. I don't show my face. I have, an, an, I have a W and an M, and I'm, I never reveal myself, but I continue to say, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. Well, you fuck off. You came to my channel. You're the one who fucking came here. I didn't go to WM. Because there's nothing about you. Nobody cares. And when you die, nobody will care. 
you will have brought nothing to you, the human race, except nothing, except your anonymity, your stupid, ballless anonymity. Ballless, nothing. You understand? You're ballless, you're spineless, you're boring. You, the only thing that's interesting is me yelling at you right now. That's the only interesting thing about your whole entire life. And this is probably the most attention you've had from a woman. Or any other human, by the way. And I know you're a man, because women don't behave like that. They have more courage. Not all of them. Some of them are Trump fancies. Some of them are worried about getting that patriarchal pat on the head. Where'd you go, WM? Everybody wants to hear from you. Do your own show. I can't wait to watch. Do it. But you don't have the guts, you see. You would never... You don't have the guts to put yourself out there. If that's what you believe. Congress has a whole lowest approval rating out of the elected official. You are delusional. They are on the same team against the people. Do a show about that, WM. Let's hear it. Let's hear it, dumb bitch, because you're not bringing nothing. Fucking idiot. And that's it. That's the only thing that's ever made your life worth me, uh, have any meaning, is me, right now. Telling everybody what a, what a sad, ballless, spineless, nothing you are. That's what we're dealing with in life, you understand? People like that. That are ballless, they are spineless, they f- hide behind the veil of anonymity, and they bring nothing to the table. They could, they just, it might as well, she he might as well have just vomited. That's all. That's all it is. And somebody clean that up. Clean up that shit. It's worthless. It's you. It's, we don't want to look at it. It's got nothing. All right, I'm going. I gotta get the show for Progressive Voices. And yeah, listen, you guys want to keep talking. I could see you're having your own conversations. <laughs> you know, watch uh, the tirade. <laughs> Go on Discord. There's a fucking Discord, guys. It's getting pretty uh, sparse in there. I haven't seen anybody's pet pictures in a while. It's getting me getting a little uh, homesick. All right, listen, 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 listen. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. We're gonna do it again very real soon. Um, I will see. We'll see. Somebody becomes a patron. We'll do a show. That's the way it has to go. Oh, let me once again thank you, Jim. 
and Ed the Second, and Errol Thomas, and JD, and Terry Taylor for your super chats tonight. And it helped me emotionally, spiritually, as well as financially. So thank you. And remember, we will win. We will win. Because we're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. I respect you too, Suzanne. And remember, my name is Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. I will see you very soon. <laughs>